the whole galaxy gone crazy? What kind of a uniform is this? What's going on? Where's my personal guard? Imagine the technology we can find on that ship. Ours for the taking. <laughs> All right, Spock. Whatever your game is, I'll play it. The four of you will remain here in the brig and in custody until I discover how to return you to wherever it is you belong. Welcome to In Discovery We Trust, a Star Trek Discovery podcast. Today we will be discussing Vaulting Ambition, the latest episode. My name is Ethan. I am joined today by... Kevin. My hair is out of control. He looks a bit like an Andoran, but an yeah. original series Andoran. But it's not white. Thank God. No, it's red. Mm-hmm. It's ginger. Ish. Not for long. Okay, let's... Vaulting Ambition. So tell me what this means and where it comes from. Okay, so in my, uh, the rest of my life when I'm not podcasting, Mm -hmm. I I teach high school ELA, English Language Arts, and one of the um, pieces that we read each year is Macbeth by Shakespeare. So Vaulting Ambition comes from a line where the character Macbeth is thinking about killing his king, King Duncan. So that he can become king, because he mm-hmm. was told by three witches that he met on the side of the road that he would become king. And for some reason, he and his wife's mind immediately went to murdering the king. So he's thinking about doing it, and he realizes that there's only one reason for him to do it. And it is his vaulting ambition. The only thing that's driving him forward is his ambition. And, and he has no other reason. His king's been good to him, his king has not mistreated him, and that's the only reason. So once I heard this, I immediately, once I saw the title, I immediately thought, this is it. Uh, the Emperor is going to be killed. The Emperor is going down. There is a plot against the Emperor. And it is likely Lorca who is going to be the one to do it. Although, I guess Michael was in there as a possibility also. Um, mm-hmm. So I like the Shakespeare connection. And uh, I think it's uh, it's very apt. It's very fitting. Um, the only thing is that when Macbeth does it, he completely ruins his life by, by killing his king. He, he, yeah causes torment in his own life and his wife winds up killing herself and um he eventually gets taken down so we might see that in Lorca's future also. oh my god all right history lesson you are obviously a teacher <laughs> that was the short version yes though oh don't tell me the long version um so pretty amazing episode this week i want to begin with two tweets that we got from mr jd hart yet again um, every week before we before we begin recording, I always ask anybody who wants to submit questions, comments, theories. I may throw in insults there um, to uh, you know just kind of sound off, and we'll read them. And he sent two to us, <clears throat> and I'll start with the first one. He said, "I'm a little disappointed that they pers- I'm a little disappointed that they seem to have killed off the Vok personality so completely." Not sure where they can take it from here, except having Ash seek revenge, or forgiving Laurel and her changing and re-examining her prejudice and loyalties in response. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it did seem as though Vok was very much taken out of the picture, which would be really surprising. 
and it would seem to be a real missed opportunity mm-hmm. because um, I don't know. I expected to get a lot more mileage out of that whole storyline where you have right. a Vulcan inside of a human body. You figure there's going to be uh, a lot of room for uh, something interesting to happen. So I'm not sure that that's the end of it. I don't think he's. I'm, I I don't know if he's going to seek revenge. I, I don't know about that. Tyler. Tyler. So, yeah. well, one thing I can't imagine that Tyler is now just fine. Mm-hmm. He's just happy-go-lucky human mm-hmm. again. Um, I don't know that he would be allowed to seek revenge. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, now that Lorca is not there. Right. Or Lorca is no longer uh, in command. Which we will get to. Yes. <laughs> momentarily. Because, you know, the, all but Lorca, people are... Um, committed to starfleet and yeah. starfleet is not about revenge from what i understand right i, I could not see laurel becoming um changing her mind and realizing oh these humans are so nice mm. no or i mean something. i would love it if she became a crew member but i don't see it happening i doubt that's gonna happen uh it's interesting but um i i don't i don't know if i see him getting revenge i don't i mean i don't know who tyler really is like how much do we really know about him because it's now, you know, was that Tyler the entire time? Was it Valk the entire time? Like, you know what I mean? I think it was Tyler. It was like the real Tyler mm-hmm. until he, he was activated well, Valk. If that's the, the case, if that's the case, though, I don't know if I see him so far as the revenge type. No, he I mean, no, I yeah. don't think so. He was very much, um, you know, he seemed like a very... Hmm. dedicated caring person well his relationship with burnham certainly will keep him grounded well we will see uh who knows i want i'm i feel like he's going to be out of commission for a while though i would think so yeah <clears throat> i wonder if we'll even see him much throughout the season Again, we've got like three episodes left and he's kind of you know in sickbay losing his shit again though if that's true hmm. then i feel it's sort of a a missed opportunity hmm. having set up this whole situation and then that's the payoff i don't right. think that's it i think we're gonna see some other payoff it's a much more advanced technique than like when on darwin in trouble with tribbles was undercover as a human right. right i mean that was literally just disguise right so it's making me wonder if that's actually sort of are there klingons in the show are there even klingons in this show that resemble humans Right, or is this, or is that something that, you know, they they have they solved that from Enterprise, but now as they we get closer to the trouble with Tribbles, do they decide to kind of bring that back or re-engineer a human into a human because it's sort of easier instead of rather than just sort of grafting a personality onto a human? It just seems very, I don't know, something about that seems very advanced for Klingons to do. The whole thing is super far up. Yeah, it doesn't jive with any. Yeah, Trek science or other science that I can imagine. It's I mean, if anything, it's more akin to um, Spock putting his persona into uh, bones and telling mm-hmm. him to remember. That's the closest parallel I can see. Well, yeah, and I, I mentioned that last week. You know, that it seems like it's sort of like a sort of like him having Vox Katra, as it were. Klingons don't have Katras. I don't know if they have something like that, but um, yeah. Yeah, it, so it we'll seems, see. yeah you've, you've inserted another personality. So, 
we have another comment from somebody else. I forgot about this one. From because uh, she, she didn't she didn't tag us right. Uh, <laughs> it's a comment, not a question. From Ariana Simmons, she says the theory that thank you, Ariana. You can tag us any way you want. Well, she, don't listen to my illustrious co-host. I just stumbled upon it. So, anyway. Uh, the theory that Sarek may have a role to play with regards to Taylor Vok is intriguing, but I don't think Vok can be deactivated. So it's like, now that he's awake, we can't sort of... We can't put we can't put him back in. We can't put the Vok back in the bottle. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't... I don't know. That's interesting. I wouldn't... So Sarek's place in this. Yeah. The I wonder if we mean the Sarek on Mirror Sarek. Yeah, Mirror Sarek. I guess that would make sense because Mirror Sarek is the person that you could get in there mm. to potentially do some. I don't know what to call it, psychic surgery or something. Yeah, I mean I've seen on Voyager like Tuvok did this whole like bridging of minds like with two different people. Mm-hmm. And even when, at the end of again different species, I know, but the Vulcans successfully got removed Spock out of McCoy's mind. Right, he was able to put him. Put That's him. an interesting theory. So, so yeah, is he, that something that Sarek could do? Potentially, I guess is could. what she's saying. Maybe. But have we put the final pin in that story? Did did um, Laurel, quote unquote, kill Vok? I don't know. And give him the warrior's death that he wanted because it seems like that may be what happened yeah which again i'm hoping isn't i would like to see sarek be involved more than i would like to see him be dead and so, be over. so jd's other quest other question if terrans in the mirror universe have taken the place of klingons in the prime universe and are eating kelpians does that mean the prime universe kelpian predators are the klingons uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't. I I get the sense that Kelpians are maybe hunted by m- multiple species and not yes. just one. He did. Um, he did say that they are. They've been always been prey. So it seems yeah. like for some reason they they're particularly species. delicious. Right. They. They are. Yeah. I mean, they could be hunted by anybody. Yeah, and certainly we could see the um, Klingons being. And eat, I could see the and eat humanoids. And eat humanoids. Yeah, I could see them having a, you know, maybe like on uh, we don't know, like you know, on any of those Klingon dishes, on any of the shows, any of the other shows. Are there, is there Kelpian? Are there <laughs> Kelpian ribs in there or something like that? Well, it was odd that like, you know, Georgia was like, "Would you like some uh, ganglia?" And some I was ganglia. Like, oh my god. Maybe that's the best part. It's like the claw on a lobster. But it comes out of a head though. It's close. Well, I don't know, yeah, some people like what, cow tongue and what different head parts. Yeah, I don't want to taste something. Or brains. Like, I wouldn't taste mammals. something that can taste me when it comes to, like, cow tongue. That's gross. Oh, oh. Well, it can't because it's uh, water connected to a brain. So this was a big, another big reveal in this episode. Uh, yeah, it was a big reveal. Um, I'm also however, a little disappointed in something, oh, but... Uh, it doesn't seem that the Emperor's ship is the Defiant. No, it's a very interesting looking ship, though. I saw it. I'm and, sad. You know, my first thought was, I don't know, it looked more Blade Runner or something than anything else. It's yeah. very boxy and angled. And... I mean, maybe we'll still see it, but I'm actually losing hope that we will see it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, they, they have the information, sort of. 
But uh, right, man, man, would I love to see that ship? Yes, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. It the uh, the Defiant was not fitted with a rotating throne, so you know you can't have that be the Emperor ship. Well, I mean, if they can put phaser cannons on the nacelle struts, I don't see why they can't put a rotating throne in there. And the captain's chair rotates. Yeah, but it's not a rotating throne. Um, that was fabulous, I think is the only word that can describe it. Fabulous. <laughs> so, I don't know if you noticed, this this website I go to fairly often, it's trekcore.com. It's mm. a great website. Here's some free promotion, I guess. And they, they are extremely detail-oriented when it comes to all this kind of stuff. And they do a really good job of doing it with Discovery. And in the beginning of the show, when uh, Burnham and Lorca are in the shuttlecraft, they have the data from the Defiant, or on the Defiant, and everything that happened. A lot of it's blacked out. That's when he says we have to... We have to I, I'm going to assume this is from the Emperor's... Oh, most of this is in the Emperor's Palace. We have to get it. Right. Trek, Corps, like, Trek Corps posted a screen cap of the pad that Lorca was looking at. And all of the, it's really difficult to read, but they were able to transcribe it. And it name drops Commander Jonathan Archer and the ISS Enterprise. And basically lays out what happened in in A Mirror Darkly. Okay, that's interesting. Which I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah. Only followed up by the fact that later on, Emperor, Emperor Giorgio basically sort of like almost explains to Burnham what happens in the Tholian web. Yes. So that was just so. This was their their information on the Defiant. That they were yeah. To get. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's great. Now, were they able to determine? Well, here's my question. It didn't seem like it was an explosion and a star situation that they said was what they needed to do to get back. They. Well, that's how the conversation about the Tholian web came up. Because the when the Tholians did that, they ripped a hole in space. And I think in the Tholian web, they established the fact that there's some sort of radiation or something due to the hole in space that was causing the Defiance crew to act insane and kill each other. And rip, them up, rip each other apart, yeah, as, rip each other as, uh, as she said. Which they didn't seem to do. I'm surprised it did not happen to your crew. Um, so... Uh, but she said, you know, the defi- that data is not going to help you. And I think the reason why she says that is because if they attempt to do the same thing, it could produce the exact same results. I see. Yeah. I see. So that puts us back at square one completely. Yeah, that's why she wants the information on the spore drive. Yes. Which suggests to me that their discovery does not have a spore drive. Right. I was very surprised to see that Burnham was so willing to come clean with the emperor yeah it seemed like a huge risk well it did but i uh, i was glad she did i didn't think the emperor was going to kill her or i mean why would she it's burnham you can't kill her anyway but react in such a way because i thought to myself well no the emperor would have to know all of that information like not know that that's where she's from but she would have familiar she'd be familiar with the universe with which she comes from because of the ship because of the defiant that's true yeah so but if you noticed on the on the pad that Loka had all of that relevant information about the united federation of planets and it all of that that's the shit that's blacked out because they don't want anybody and it's classified information 
that only captains know of because they don't want the influence of that to be to have any sort of effect on them yes i really like that what she said uh that it's a very kind of communist way of doing it communist right? and fascist which fascist, is definitely the, yeah. the theme of the of the universe where yeah yeah this information is dangerous if people found out about equality and cooperation that would threaten their entire system that's built on strength and power and dominance which spock later finds out about in mirror mirror and kirk urges him to kind of promote change and try to be better mm. and we find out on ds9's crossover that spock tried that with all those policies and it ultimately failed mm. so there was something uniquely fascist about that yeah universe um but no you're right i mean but it was a similar case and i'll make a comparison with deep space nine yet again when kira meets evil kira and evil kira finds out she's from the other side they call it the other side you know prime universe kira is like i can't stay here i have to go back surely you understand that and she understood or at least she claims she did and she's like but i have no way to send you back there's no way to send you back Mm. but you know so i feel like i feel like there was kind of it was kind of a weird parallel between the between them yeah, well, everybody gets back. Though. Everybody gets back, but but will Burnham get back? Well, no way to know at this point. No, you can assume so. Well, she's the star of the show. I mean, <laughs> right. she'd have to get back unless it stays in the mirror universe forever. You know, I hope it doesn't. Me too. Me too. I hope it doesn't. But so that but that raises some interesting questions now because we have come to um, experience this show as we are on Lorca's ship. And Burnham is our main point of view character. Mm-hmm. And assuming that they go back, if they take Lorca, then, you know, we thought Lorca's done because they're going to take a ship boy. Well, now Lorca's really done because we find out he's from the Mirror Universe, yeah. which we suspected. Which we suspected. Given the fact that he's a Starfleet captain that is also an asshole, which is not anything we've seen before. But I think. I, I know that was sort of a th- I know that was a big theory and the reason why and I feel like the reason why that was that that was a theory is that people were saying he's not acting like your average Starfleet captain there's yes. something wrong with him yes and but I kept saying like well yeah I guess but like it's wartime and war does weird things to people and yeah, it happened we, with Cisco and right we were always sort of going back and forth on that right but he was it seemed so... really far-fetched, especially with the Ash Tyler thing. I'm like, well, now it can't be true because I can't imagine there being two crew members who, are, who aren't who they say they are. Well, right. But I think Ash Tyler was who he said he was. He just didn't realize he had a passenger in his psyche. Right. Whereas Lorca, right. So it's funny. We, we talked about Lorca. Like, where does he fit in with captains and all this? Could be one of the most brilliant of the captains because what a long game that he's been playing. Hmm. And I think we talked about it, how his character seemed very inconsistent early on. We kept talking about how one episode he seems like an okay guy, the next episode he's just a jerk and he's out for himself. And so the question thing that made me wonder is, did we ever see the real Lorca? Well, I think once the war died down, or was dying down, like toward the end of the, the last episode of the first half of the season, he was becoming much more likable, in my opinion. Yes. When and it seemed like, yeah. I think that's when his 
plan shifted toward going back to the mirror universe and he knew he needed to have everyone on his side he was manipulating every single person he was manipulating michael he was right manipulating stamets especially um when he was talking to him about science and discovery and really pushing that on him to get him to make all those jumps um brilliant well and also when he he was kind of going head to head with stamets in the beginning and then he even played the distress signal of everybody getting attacked on that right, planet right i'm like what the hell is he doing yeah it's interesting yeah it'll be interesting to go back and watch rewatch the first half of the season and yeah. try to figure out what his motives are at all these points because um you know i i, I can't be certain i mean i know he wanted the spore drive because he wanted to get back he wanted the ship that makes yeah. sense yeah why did he have to win the war first that's what i was wondering i was thinking about that today i'm like why did that matter is it just that they right. are such a warlike. If it if, so, if we if we can keep the fascist um, analogy going, mm-hmm. uh, fascists believe that peace is weakness and war is strength. So right. perhaps just staying constantly at war is how you kind of keep the Maybe. spirit alive. It's odd because I I did have that thought. I I'm like he must be able. He must just want to get back immediately. Like he okay he has Burnham now. Right. Why not just? Is it jump? just? Is it building her trust? You know, is that a case um, of? Well, that's a really good point yeah. because if he wants the whole thing to work, he needs Burnham to trust him. He would have needed Stamets to trust him to do something crazy and self-destructive. That's a good point. If he had just suddenly told them, "Okay, now we're doing this really crazy thing," they probably would not have gone along with it. It was weird too because the day that episode aired on Sunday, I actually went back and watched, and I tweeted this. I watched Into the Forest I Go, and it's right before Discovery does the final jump that takes them into the mirror universe. And I think you and I had discussed this sort of offline, but you see right before Discovery makes her jump on Lorca's um, screen, he overrides the he overrides the one hundred and thirty third jump, mm-hmm. and puts in sort of like a set of coordinates right and then he kind of has this weird look on his face and then he's like you know he's like let's go home right and he's implying that they're going home to the base right back to starfleet is right. what we're meant to think but right. really it means go home and also as soon as they get there when burnham smartly feels that the first thing they should do is check the logs to figure out where they are he won't let her he won't let her yeah yeah he changes the subject very quickly and i think because i sort of was losing hope I thought the, the Mirror Universe thing with him was sort of a long shot, so I wasn't really giving it much thought. But now that I really think about it, the more sense it made. Like, I didn't really... I kind of ignored the telltale science, only because it just didn't seem like... it's Again, it seemed really far-fetched to me that that was going to be the case. Well, it's funny because I know, sure, if we go back and listen to these podcasts, there were a couple of episodes where we were... Well, us talking that we were convinced. Yeah. We were certain. And that was, that was before he started to treat people normally. And it wasn't just that he didn't act like a regular Starfleet captain. It's that he always seemed very um, strangely self-serving in everything he did. And strangely, um, you know, not selfless at all. Right. And that was the thing that seemed incredibly unlike. Well, did you watch... You said you watched After Trek. I did watch the last After Trek. And they showed the... They showed that montage... Of yes. all the moments from throughout the season. Yes. Where it's like, yep, he's from the Mirror Universe. Here's right. this example. Here's that example. And the other reason we know is because of the, the eye thing. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Yeah, that was a sort of a direct... I, I will say, I did, 
I did notice the squid thing. Oh yeah. I was like when they Yeah, I, I was mean, like, oh. I didn't think that that was I didn't think much big of it. Th- even when they showed it in that, oh my god, he eats squid in both universes. It's still that's silly. I mean, I don't like squid. But For all we know in space, squid is like uh, you know, mozzarella but sticks. I was Everybody's like... eating. <laughs> but I saw it and I was like, oh, that's the same. But then the you know the light thing was the big thing. But also you know even when he was talking to Admiral Cornwell in that episode and she was saying you don't remember and he was like, eh. I just you know I didn't because she was you know reminiscing with him about something right. they had done, and he was like I don't you know no I don't really remember that. Yeah, and I didn't I, really give that much thought. Yeah, well we we talked about that a lot and even the sex. Remember they had sex and she's like, oh that was different. Um. But I felt like everything then could have e- was easily explainable, like war. He's at war. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's why it was that's why it was fun, really, right. because we we didn't. Know. He had the scar on his back from the agonizer. Yes. Which I didn't even think of. Right. To be honest with you. Yeah, you'd think the agonizer wouldn't scar. Yeah. Or that he would sleep with his shirt off in case somebody could see it. Yeah. <laughs> Although it could just be anything. But again, that was sort of could like... war. The Battle of the Binary Stars or whatever battle it was. Yeah, again, it. that was sort of... All of it seemed symptomatic of him being a war commander. And, you know, sleeping with a phaser under his pillow. It's like, oh, you know, he's... Yeah, he's poached PTSD. He's it's, it's like, yeah, it's like it's like his Vietnam. Yeah, And exactly. he's just being... And we saw the PTSD with Tyler, so we sort of, you know, it just kind of made sense. That right. Face everything, everything seemed very easily explainable. Yeah, which is why I think it was fun, because even though for a twist like this to be able to have predicted it mm. is rare, for me anyway, I'm not this brilliant, you know, viewer that I can pick up on everything for everything I watch, um, but I like that we were able to figure it out so it wasn't totally out of left field, it wasn't an M. Night Shyamalan twist, right? but also it wasn't um, so clear and obvious. Yeah, and like, I don't want to sound self-serving, but I... When the I remember when the episode ended, you texted me, and you were like, "Oh my god, we were right." Yeah. Like about everything, we got it all right, and I was just like, "Yeah, kind of, I guess." Yeah, yeah. And earlier that day, I texted you saying like, "This is what's gonna happen. The emperor is a plan against the emperor. The emperor is gonna be. Ta- I thought the emperor was gonna be taken out right. on that episode, um, but it didn't happen yet. No, and it was. I don't know. It's like. Because now it's like, what happens? I mean, are we going to find out that, you know, because this Lorca is not, let's say for the moment they get home, Mm. right? This Lorca is obviously not going to be going back with them. Right. Right. And if he is, it'll be as a prisoner. But bottom line is, Lorca is not going to command Discovery. No, unless... Unless we discover the real Lorca is alive. Right, that would be wild. (laughs) Right. Have we established anything about the real Lorca? Um... No, right? I don't remember what Except they that said. If they were talking about the mirror Lorca, but like... Well, see, the thing is, you know, when Burnham was reading the logs of everybody, or the uh, files on everybody from that universe, I don't know I don't know if she was talking about... She must... She had to have been talking about that Lorca from that universe. So, like, I don't think that she was talking about the Lorca that... You know, their Lorca, basically. Right. That Burnham found him, or was chasing after him, and then they, you know, they were killed, like... That's the thing. I don't know. Right. It's it's kind of you. It's kind of odd at the moment. You know, it is. whatever Lorca she's talking about. I don't know. Because why she's... would the mirror Burnham been running with the 
prime Lorca. Right. And if the prime Lorca, if the mirror Lorca, Lorca escaped to the prime universe, what happened to the mirror Michael? Yeah, it's like, I think we're assuming that they switched places. Yeah, which isn't right. necessarily true. No, because Deep Space Nine, we obviously have seen characters from both sides interacting. Right. With each other. Right. Yeah, like, one you does see not two, have to. You see two major. You've seen two major heroes. Yes. Right. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to swap places in order right. to, to go. It just so happened that was the case in Mirror Mirror, and also um, it seems like that that was the case in this one in Discovery. They, you know, Saru said that they seem to have switched places with um, the Mirror Universe's Discovery. So. Right. Kind of like. I don't know. Kind of like looking ahead. I saw in the trailer for next week that Saru says, you know, he said, um, Discovery is no longer Lorca's, Discovery is ours. Mm -hmm. And I'm, it's making me wonder, like, is, if that's the case, is Lorca gone now? And it's just going to be, and Saru is going to be its captain. Well, that would be be the next in line. Yeah. And will they be, will he then be the captain in the mirror universe i think the thing that's going to happen before then that's going to be interesting to see is now we have michael in the situation where michael is trusting emperor giorgio Mm. which i don't know is the wisest thing for her to be doing even though at this moment it seems like they have an arrangement sort of a deal i don't know how much you can trust a mirror emperor emperor to you know uh not to quote uh, darth vader to uh, pray that she doesn't alter the deal any further. But doesn't she know her as an honorable woman? Yeah, which I heard that, and I just, well, yeah, but in the other universe... Right, what does that mean? Yeah, everyone's honorable there, and no one's honorable here, was sort of the... So I was surprised at that, and I I can't see that that that's not going to go somewhere. I don't know what the Emperor would have to gain from it, though. Like, if she... Is it just, you know, getting rid of... Is it just the paranoia of her being killed and being ousted like what would she have to gain really from like not trusting them i kind of feel like she's going along with it for now i don't think that she has an ulterior motive just yet right or for some reason though she may not want word of her in her universe to get back Mm -hmm. to the prime universe for some reason right and if michael's going back she's bringing that information with her yeah and that's and this and somebody brought up this interesting point the other day that i was reading online that um, in um, the Tholian web, right, that because Kirk's enterprise and crew, because Kirk and his crew went to the mirror universe and it already happened by the time the Tholian web came, wouldn't it seem logical that the Defiant has some kind of information on that universe because Kirk and his crew visited it? Right. Oh, right. So they should have already known about it. They should have already known about it somewhat. Yeah, right. Maybe, I don't know. Did they, though? Did they come back? Did they come back? Well, Kirk and his crew came back, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, so they would have... But that's later for now. I mean, Mirror Mirror Season 2 is the only web of Season 3, right? So, you know, the assumption is that all these Starfleet vessels know everything that's going on. Right. Yeah. But that's how many years from this moment in Discovery? 20 years? Uh, 
roughly, you know, they say 10 years for the original, and I'm assuming that's first season, so probably like 13 years, Okay, we'll say. It's yeah. until the Folian web. Yeah, and who knows, like, when Discovery goes over there, who the hell, no- and, co- and eventually comes back, who even knows, like, how much of that information is going to be available to all these other vessels. Right. You know? Right. Because it's like, if, if Discovery has information on the USS Defiant from the future... Right, why didn't they, why, how could it still, why wouldn't they put a note on the Defiant when they launched it? Like, by the way, don't go investigating any right. weird uh, star explosions. Right, because they would, you you would think that, you know, the Defiant would still exist in the mirror universe, and they would have all the information as to, like, you know, when the ship, like, basically the ship's final log entry. Right. Before they all decided to start killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it is interesting that in even in this they don't go for any of those Back to the Future style, yeah, time travel antics. Well, I was trying to make a full circle out of the Defiant itself. I was like, you know, with the Defiant going back in the back in the mirror universe and then hundred years in the past. I was like, is there any way that I could have come back and then wind up being the Defiant that we see in the Folding Web and then the whole thing is just full circle? I want to see some sort of full circle thing. I just want to see that fucking ship. <laughs> like I said, I want to see them come back with the Defiant. And then Starfleet says, this is a much better design, and they change all their ships. <laughs> and their uniforms. So you think the Defiant is going to be <laughs> responsible for the aesthetic that eventually leads yes. into the original series. Yes. But it would have had to have had to have existed already. For them to have it. Yeah, but it's just one of those, you know, uh, Doctor Who, like, timey-wimey things. Where you can't explain it, it's just time travel. And um, like, this, this suede cloth is much better than our, um, <laughs> shiny duds. What's... <laughs> I mean, look, the colors. I, I, I meant to find it, but I, I, I know for a fact that I've seen Ted Sullivan say something like, yeah, there will be an explanation That's for that. what I'm basing that on, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the whole, the whole fleet is yeah. going to go a 1960s aesthetic because, exactly. of, one, because of one starship. Yes. I like that design. Let's adapt that. Yeah, let's do that. The uniforms. Look at them. They're fab. <laughs> I can actually tell who you are without squinting and getting you in good light. Is that yeah. copper or is that gold? I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I really want to see the Defiant in this in the show, but I'm I'm beginning to feel like maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Maybe it was destroyed, or maybe it's highly classified. Maybe it's uh, just yeah. maybe it's it could just be highly classified, right? Because of the information from it. Yeah, maybe they took all the tech and then blew it up, or took all the tech and hit it in a or like only certain people have access. Hit to it, it in an asteroid, like where uh, they found it originally. Well, what I think opens up the possibilities for me is that, which I get excited for, is that let's just say they decide to open up try to get back the same way they pulled the Defiant in, does that leave the door open to see the Tholians at some point? Because the Tholians are the ones that brought the Defiant in, in the first place. Right. Yeah. So they know what's up. They know what's up. They're aware. The Tholians captured the Defiant. Right. And that's where Archer and his crew took it from. Yes. That's who they took it from. So, yeah, why wouldn't we see any Tholians? Yeah. Because on the and in Ameridocli it was the Tholians and they had these slave aliens on board who were like ripping the technology out and trying to learn everything they could. One right. of them was a Gorn. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Archer fought the Gorn. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the the CG Gorn. That was great. Every time I every time like I hear the word Gorn now I always think of that time. Forgive me for going off topic, but it was ages ago we were talking about like tre- you remember those Trek conventions? Yeah. And you're like, oh, was it the guy in the Gorn suit all the time? No, what was it? What was it? I forget the context. Yeah, like, well, the, I was just talking about crappy guests at conventions, <laughs> and uh, 
the guy in the Gorn suit was the, the my yeah. go-to you were example. Like, of you were like the guy who probably worked like one day in his life was as it works since like yeah. 1960. I, I was at a convention once and I saw the Gorn guy and you know I'm sure he's a fine gentleman, but <laughs> I just you know it was the Gorn guy. I had a picture of the Gorn next one, but it didn't it just didn't seem very exciting. Um, but there are some weak, weak convention guests, and he's actually not that bad compared to like Playmate of the Year, nineteen eighty-two. Um, I will say I did go to a convention here in Boston, like maybe four years ago, four or five years ago, and um, you know they have the kind of and by the way, I'm not knocking anybody. I'm really not, but they have like the kind of second string guests that like. No, uh, yeah, they gotta know, make a living. They gotta make a living, but like the second string guests that like you know. They they don't sit with the main. They're like they have like a table like in the merchandising room, you know, like away oh, from. Yeah, they're yeah. not. They don't have like their own section. Some of the celebrities are behind curtains. Yes, and then some of them yes. are just sitting at a table so, alone. And I felt so bad after I did this. I didn't even. And I wasn't. It wasn't like my intention to be mean or anything like that. And I wasn't being. I don't. It just came off that way. So I was kind of looking at the merch merchandise and everything. And then the guy, he was from the the guy. He had a table there and he had stuff to sign, and um. He was one of the. He was basically on the original series a few times. I think he was actually in the Gorn episode, but he was like the guy who sat on the other side of Sulu, like before Chekhov got there. So they would like kind of rotate that officer. Oh yeah. Right? And this guy had a vague. He's actually a, a, a bridge crew. I mean, that's right. a big deal. So they. Except it's not. <laughs> so, you know, there are pictures of him, what he looked like in the original series, and everything. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He kind of, he almost kind of looked like Elvis Presley. Okay. Enough. So I was just talking to him, and he was a nice guy, and I said to him like, you know, did. Shatner take any of your uh, lines or any of you and he's like oh he tried to and I gave him a I was like oh and so we were talking for like 10 minutes and he, go, he goes do you want me to sign something I'm like nah it's okay <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like nah I'm all set and uh, I walked out and my friend's like I can't that was so mean I'm like I know I'm like, I know what are you gonna I'm do like, oh, I'm like oh I'm like I didn't even I just didn't even realize what I did I'm like oh shit the poor guy uh, yeah well hey yeah, that was you know probably more than he gets from yeah a lot of people but so yeah we have so we've got three episodes of the show left i think was this 12 or 13 this is 12 or 13 this is 12 so we have three left um and i'm really wondering like you know are we because they finished filming the season before they announced a season two right so i can't unless I, i mean i could be horribly mistaken so i can't imagine them ending the show on a cliffhanger not knowing well, if they're going to be back. I think though they probably or had would have alternate had a endings. Or pretty good like idea that. that they would have been back. Yeah, since they built a whole streaming service around it. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I know, but I don't think it'll be a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, like a actual. There's an explosion. Did everybody die? Find out next time. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, it's just that. I want to see them get home because I want to see what's going to obviously I want to see what's going to happen and I want to see because I want to see how different the show is going to be post come next season because if you think about it if Lorca is not coming back next right. season and say Saru becomes captain yes what does that mean for Burnham because right. she was brought on by Lorca right so now if Lorca is not if that's not the real Lorca since does that invalidate everything at that point? Does Starfleet say, get her out of there or something? Or does Saru step in right, and, and talk say, about, she's an asset, we, I need, you know, we need her? I would assume that something like that might happen, where yeah. they talk about... It would kind of bring their relationship, kind of patch yeah. it up a little bit. 
Right, having been so close, and then, well, not close, but, you know, at least serving closely, and then being at odds, and then coming back together. Right. That would make sense, but I don't know. Does Starfleet have a, a provision for that? Not that I'm aware of. Like, well, I mean, not. I mean, I've you've seen we've seen captains grant like field commissions and right. stuff like that. But but have we seen I people mean, break Starfleet rules in such hugely blatant ways? And but then get a kind of Kirk. But we were yeah all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the boy, in, but he steals a ship. Yeah, uh, I mean. In in search for Spock, I mean he's an admiral, yes. and they yes, do all this true. bad stuff. And by the time the voyage home comes, they're gonna they're heading home to kind of answer for their crimes. And then they save Earth along the way, and then they drop all the charges, and Kirk gets demoted to captain, and he's all back. Right. At, he's back at he's back behind. He's back, you know, on the bridge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. That's true. I but I would like to see how this is going to resolve itself. I don't think it will be that simple. Yeah. Um, but that definitely. I mean, it could mean that you know. Let's assume that. Let's assume next season that Lorca and Tyler are potentially out. Tyler maybe at least for the time being. Okay. You know, does that mean that Tilly gets moved up? I would, but yeah, I would think so. But what is Tilly? She's the science person, right? Maybe she right, science but she, officer but, right, on but the she's, bridge. Right, but she's a cadet. She works in engineering. She's, oh, a so she's a cadet. I mean, really think about it. So, Lorca is probably not going to be back. Tyler, maybe. Uh, the doctor is gone. Right. Doctor's very dead. Oh, so, which means you talk about that scene, by the way. And all that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stamets. That's right. Um, yeah, there was like three main things going on there. Um, but, which kind of puts me in mind, I'm like, how many people How many people are on that ship that we focus on? So you got, you got Burnham... There's people that are left. You have Burnham, Saru, Tilly, and Stamets. That's four people. That's it. Right. Who am I missing? No one. Um, and then the, the Doctor, but the Doctor we really only encounter through Stamets. Right. And aside from that, you have... I mean, well, you have... Um, implant Lorel. Yeah, Lorel. Oh, implant, implant Lady, right. Yeah, yeah but you still have Lorel in like, the Brig. But, like, really stop and think for a minute. For a minute. The crew, the crew, actual crew of that vessel. Right. Factoring in everybody, it's 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 only seven regulars, I think. It's going to be time for Implant Lady to shine. I'm telling you, she's going to become a character. They can't well, show her on screen that, that much. That hunk of metal in her head does shine. Without oh, uh, without having her become a character. I want to see her get some lines, some personality. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we really... Yeah, the Stamets thing. This is the thing that I like about this show. Mm. One of the things I like about it is that we don't know what's going to happen. We, I would not be surprised if we had a whole different ship, a whole different, um, you know, the parameters of the show could change. Whereas, right. you know, in past Star Trek, it would change in very minor ways. One character would leave, one character would come. That was about the extent of the changes. Mm. Uh, it's a very kind of like lost Walking Dead. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I presume it's the same way. Like where people can just be off at any second. Like sort of, any, like yeah. anybody's expendable. Right? The, I mean, as Lost and Walking Dead went on, you kind of knew who was expendable and who wasn't. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones is sort of in its own hmm. uh, realm, so to speak. Uh-huh. Right. But um, it. Yeah, in a similar way, I mean, there could be seasons of Game of Thrones where 
you think this person is the main character and then they're gone and then someone else is kind of the main character right. for the next season or the next half season yeah so yeah there's no but this is i feel like we're always going to get burnham at the center of this show but i like that sort of the number two most important characters around her could change right when we talked to we i remember we talked a few episodes ago about you know what could happen to her beyond this season does she go somewhere else and i think you made the point well the show is called discovery and the ship is called Discovery, but I also but Discovery is also but it's needs. also sort of like synonymous with discovering yourself, and I think you know stuff like that. Right, Burnham is discovering. It's a, it's her a place. journey of self-discovery. Burnham is discovering her place. Oh, you know, in her torn kind of uh, identity yeah. between human and Vulcan, yeah. which we haven't gotten that much of lately. No, it seems like she's pretty wholly embraced her humanness. Yeah, and I was thinking more about that. I mean, the Vulcan in her, if there is one, it's not very present right now. Like, no, I, I'm still, I mean, unless I'm missing something, but I'm still not fully on board with the Spock Sarek thing. Like, maybe just at this point, but like, what does that, what does that do for her? Like, her what character? Yeah, you know, what I mean, like, it's right. I would it's like it's interesting. Don't get me wrong. It's cool, but it's like it makes it was it was a thread that was seemed uh, sort of abandoned. Mm. At the beginning, it was much more important. How do I act? I, I really like that fish out of water stuff at the beginning, where she, you know, how do how does one go to a party? That's right. illogical. Right. That was fun. Well, um, I'm thinking to myself, like, is this? And I could be wrong, but like, is this where Brian Fuller leaves and then the other guys take over? <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, I, I, it's too bad that it got abandoned. That's what I, I don't really yeah. like. I think it was would have been nice to um, but, but that could come back up because you know now that she has kissed and fallen in love and went to a party I don't think that would erase all the with somebody with a clean personality in her um, yeah the Stamets thing was a little crazy yeah so the Stamets thing was very crazy and it was you know it was very crazy and it was very um, it was touching it was sort of i mean i kept thinking this should be touching but it right. wasn't <laughs> this should be emotional but it wasn't for right emotional but for i mean me. it kind of answered that question when from that scene a few episodes ago when they were brushing their teeth in the mirror and he was like i was reaching out to you i was trying to get to you right i was like well you didn't really do much you were just staring at him well, <laughs> like you didn't do a good enough job to they were stuck in a mirror yeah yeah uh i kind of like mirror stamets though i know right he's not he's not just evil. corrupt and evil he's He's just as more quirky and just off the walls. Yeah, than... he's, he's more of a straight talker than right. the regular Stamets. I read some theory, someone was guessing, that once uh, Stamets got out of that sort of netherworld that he was in, and uh, that maybe the two of them switched personalities. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Could potentially be. Maybe we've been seeing that already, because we've seen different sides of Stamets. Remember also... We, we were talking about how we didn't like Stamets at first. He was kind of an asshole. And then all of a sudden he was a really nice guy. And then he was, seemed like he was drunk all the time. It was a lot of weird I mean, you didn't... You, for most of them, you didn't really... Aside from maybe just Tilly, most of that Discovery crew, in my opinion, wasn't very likable in the beginning. It's just the way they were introduced to us. Because you were seeing it from Burnham's point of view. Right. And she was the outsider. Yeah. And I was like, what happened with you, Saru? I used to like you. Why are you being such an asshole now? Yeah. 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 They were supposed to do that, I think. Yeah, and plus I just like that, I like the way it's gone, where, you know, the characters are not, no, most characters are not always likable. Right. 
Um, but it's a Star Trek show, and it's almost like when... I, I feel like the last time that was potentially the case was maybe Deep Space Nine. Right. Because Kara was being kind of a bitch in the pilot of that episode, and like I just most of them weren't Starfleet, and I think they were just sort of... Right, and introduced some conflict, which yeah. I know... Ooh. Um, Can't but, have it. <laughs> no, that scene between uh, Stamets and um, the Doc just kind of sort of saying goodbye to each other was very, was pretty touching, I think. Yeah, it didn't didn't grab me. I don't know why. I, I it was like I I knew it should have been emotional and touching, but it just didn't didn't land for yeah, whatever reason. I don't know if it was the performance or the writing or something it didn't land. Don't tweet to them. I don't. <laughs> you want me to do it? No, no, I mean, it wasn't horrible, it just, you know, I just kept thinking, like, ooh, I really like these characters, and I wish that this hit was hitting a little a little right, harder. It right, didn't, Which was okay. Yeah. But some of the interesting things that we got were some understanding of the mycelial web, mm-hmm. more so, and the fact that there is this damage being done to the mycelial web. Right, and I think that only now reinforces the theory that by the time you have Voyager lost in the Delta Quadrant... Oh, just use just can't you just create a spore drive because I did that like eighty years ago? No, it's more than likely, in my opinion, going to be outlawed or it's going to say it's not a tech, it's a failed technology or something like that. Or it could be destroyed, as we saw that it is being damaged very uh, aggressively right now. Right. Um, one thing I wasn't quite clear on, and I don't know if this episode made it clear. I don't think it did. Was um, when they were on the ship and they were running from that encroaching orange yeah. yeah i don't know what that was yeah was that like the rot that's on the mycelial web or what was that it probably was yeah um yeah i, I forgot actually i kind of i kind of forgot about that it was something like i was watching that and it was kind of like straight out of a resident evil game i'm <laughs> being chased by something down in this hallway yeah yeah um but no i mean yeah, the mice and they show like the mushroom garden, like they're they're all dead, right? So I'm assuming like, to me, all signs pointed to like this is an unproven technology that's just not going to work long term. Right, but also the other part of it where they were saying that he Stamets needs to save them by saving the web. Right. I don't. Well, he's know. probably gonna. I bet you he's probably gonna somehow use that to get them back. Well, and I, I thought that right. what he meant was. That the doctor was saying, save them, like the doctor and Stamets. Because they are, like, in it. Save them. Yeah, save each other themselves. Wait, I'm sorry. Just tell me that Tell me that again. The doctor's saying what? Yeah. Um, so that's going to be something to keep our eye on. So what is going on? I may have to go back and look at that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, thoughts for what may happen next week? I mean, it looks like Lorca is going to kind of take up take charge of everything and he's like really kind of into being back there right well so one potential pitfall that could come up what if Lorca is successful I, yeah I mean there's that too well, what you if know, he does is, take over is, is Lorca the emperor when Mirror Mirror takes place right and what would that mean for Burnham because she's he she, may still want to use her for something right right yeah. or he may actually have some be like you know what you really did me a solid. I'll let you go. <laughs> it could well, go either way. And he would be the only person who would know how to get back over there. Right. But it also begs the question, has this even been he brought up? Know. If he is from the mirror universe, like what? where is that story? How did that happen? Right. Well, that's where I'm getting that. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, be a comic one day. But that's what I want to know. Like, how did he actually get over there? I mean, is that something that maybe I'm hoping? Right. I mean, if he can just explain it. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. But right. I want to know. I want to know what happened. Right, and we've got to assume that he found out about the parallel universe through the Defiant, and then realized that it would be a good way for him to. Because, the Emperor doesn't know about the spore drive. So you can't assume that... The Lorca knew about the Spore Drive. I don't think. Well, no, what I'm saying is... The Emperor didn't know that Discovery had a Spore Drive. Mm-hmm. That, that, that technology. Which is what got them over there in the first place. So, if you start from Mirror Lorca being in the Mirror Universe... What did he use? Right. And, and he could not have there. gone to the Prime Universe... Thinking, I gotta go get a spore drive because he couldn't have known that they had a spore drive either right I mean unless they had a spore drive in the mirror universe and the emperor just didn't know about it but I can't imagine that's the case right but don't forget when 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 Discovery made that last jump and I wound up in the mirror universe you did see the ship split in two that's true so it's like is there another Discovery and and it's been proven in the past I mean more so with mirror mirror that when two sides switch places like that, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. But, like you said, if Discovery had a spore drive, the Emperor would have known that it had a spore drive. Right. And she didn't know about spore drives. So yeah. that, that's a lot of, more questions than there are answers in that yeah. whole situation. I want to know what the deal was, like how he actually got over there. How he got over, to, yeah, look, I want to know how he got over to the Prime Universe. Right, and what his plan was. Right. And how long was he there for? Right. Because what could his plan have been? They got the ship because it was from the future. That was the whole thing with the Defiant. But if he's just going over, he's not going into the future. He's going into the present, the equal time. So there's no reason for he would find advanced technology. Right. So I don't know what he was looking for over there. And if we... Have we kind of... Are we still believing that when we first see Discovery that Lorca sort of intentionally got her from the shuttle? Or was it, I mean, it, oh, it, yeah. it has to have been at this point. Yeah, because I liked, I really liked how um, Giorgio pointed it out. So she said, um, he told you that he, um, you know, that it was destiny that brought you two together, but really it was his plan all along or something like that. Right. And he had been manipulating her. Well, it's weird too, because they say that in the Mirror Universe... Burnham was hunting Lorca, was looking for Lorca. Yes. And it seems like in the Prime Universe, it's the opposite. Well, no, but George O said that they were, they conspired against her together, the two of them. That's why she oh, said, right, my right, daughter. Right. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah. So the, not... the Mirror Universe is just crazy. It makes no right, sense, right? Right. Because she's not the daughter of Sarek. Right. Her parents are still dead, but she's not. She was raised by Giorgio instead of uh, Sarek and Amanda. Yeah, well, actually, so then that's reasonable. Huh? I thought she meant literally her for some reason. Her no, no, no. Her, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of a little bit of a smack upside the head for me. Yeah. But it made sense. But in the, in, within the context, I feel like it made sense because in the Prime Universe, they were pretty tight. Right, and so there's that connection between the two that Laura yeah. talked about. Right. But, um, no, well, given what I was going to say, but now that you're my theory, you just kind of shot me down. Because <laughs> I was going to say, 
if Michael was hunting Lorca in the mirror universe, it would only make sense its opposite that Lorca was hunting oh, Michael yeah. in the prime universe. No, 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 they were conspirators. They were conspirators. So Lorca thought. Well, she was my conspirator on the other side. I'm going to find her here and she'll be my conspirator again without realizing right. it or something. Or there was something about her that he needed Yeah, for some reason. I'm also thinking of like where Admiral Cornwell fits into all of this. I mean, she's just kind of a bystander and she's going to find out Thorka's deal and that's not really him. At some right. Because don't forget she has that line where we have to figure, we're going to figure out a way to... For you to step down. Yeah. So at the very least, what she thinks is that it's the same Lorca, but he has, you know, lost his, um, you know, mind and is cool enough that he can't handle. Well, do you do you want to see Lorca go? No, I want to see Lorca come back and face something. I don't. He can't be captain anymore. Right. <coughs> I don't know. I kind of want. I right, but like. Are we going to get the Prime Universe Lorca? Like, are we going to find out he is actually oh, still living? That would be... Gonna... I mean, that's one of those things that I think you could write it well and you could write it poorly. But so. this is also, I think, in some ways, vindication for the naysayers. Right? Because they're saying, like, this doesn't feel like Trek, and they mostly oh, point yes. to Lorca being... And right. it's like... Now it's like, well, yeah, you're right. So, like, what's the real Lorca like? I mean, if you, if you take him out of the equation and you even take out... You know, I want to say Ash in some way, but, like... All of the rest of them, it, they're like typical. It's typical Starfleet, right? You right. have Giorgio aside from Burnham, and right. So that makes more sense when you have one character that's outside of the mold right. instead of uh, all these. So others. it's like. So I guess my point is that if Lorca doesn't come back, does that mean that? I don't, I, forgive me for putting it this way, because I don't mean it the way it sounds, but. Does that mean the show feels more like traditional Trek after that? Right, it just becomes um like Voyager. Well, I mean, <laughs> not of not of that quality, but like the characters will be behave more in line with what a Starfleet officer is, and it'll feel more like you know. I don't think so. You still have to make good plots and good storylines, but but yes, yeah. What do you mean? You can just watch the Orville for that. <laughs> fucking show sorry i had to go there yeah, uh, it's, yeah, i'm yeah. sure it's fine yeah um, because Lorca's is the one that's really causing the show to not feel like a truck show and so well i mean i don't want to say not feel like a truck show but like it's breaking the mold of your the captain that you want to yeah because the captain is somebody on trick you want to like and you want to yes yeah yeah i can't see given what they've established over this season i cannot see them converting to a traditional Trek show now it'd be so crazy it would be wild I mean I would take it but again if this show there's one thing that this show definitely gives us as far as surprise is that we don't know what the show is going to be and how the parameters are going to change so I can see them being a standard Trek show for a half season <laughs> seeming very you know well they were, for, they were for two episodes right so that would be interesting yeah Man, I don't know you know the war's over correct when they get back I don't know because I feel like Mirror Discovery's over there starting shit <laughs> oh right yeah that's true too and we talked about it last week it's like is Mirror Discovery making the war worse right or have they maybe ended the war or have they just attacked Starfleet and gotten destroyed well I mean again it seems to me that like because they're so like into killing I mean Klingons are still there yeah that's true so they might just join in the fight I think they'll start. just be I yeah. think they'll be into it <laughs> right if anything, maybe we saw some of the style of that warfare from Lorca. Yeah. He was a 
enthusiastic Klingon killer. Right. I don't know. I just I but that's the other that's on my long list of uh, you know demands. Like that's something I want to see. I want to see what's going on with with Mirror Discovery. Oh, absolutely. I I, I at the very least we're going to hear about the aftermath of it when 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 and if we go back. Yeah, like what's the state of that universe now that they're gone? Right. Yes, I wish there were flashbacks to the yeah. flashovers. You know, what's has Cornwell found them yet? You know, have they come into contact with anybody over there that we know? So we will have to see what uh, how much chaos Mirror Discovery has uh, caused over there in the Prime Universe. Yes, perhaps. Oh, and we also have one more shout out that we forgot to do earlier. We got a nice uh, email, just uh, you know, someone that's enjoying the show and let us know that. And uh, we're not going to read it because that would seem self serving because they really were said very nice things about us, and we're not. Uh, we're not. Uh, I told you. I told you. Email uh, works. Yes. Broxon Wade, thanks for the feedback. Um, we'll we'll keep making them. You keep listening, and um, appreciate hearing the feedback. And if you like, you could uh, turn it into a review. Oh, wait, you did turn it into a review, correct? <laughs> Never mind. So, just to remind everyone, right? Contacting us by email is great. Contacting us by Twitter is great. Mm. Leaving us reviews on your listening um, service. I uh, check iTunes. I haven't checked any of the other ones. Right, either high, and I use Castbox myself for my podcast, but yeah. I haven't checked there or, um, yeah, any of the other ones. All right, well, we'll have to see what happens next week, but please uh, send us your shit, guys. We love having it, and don't do it. And I, and by the way, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna read the email, but I love the subject line. Here's your email. It's almost like he's doing it because he, <laughs> he's almost like he's doing it because he has to. That's true because we've been begging for like, emails. <laughs> It's like I, it's like I strong armed, strong armed, strong armed him into sending an email. That's kind of true, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of did. So the, we'll <laughs> call that, specifically, but so the, maybe that's a borderline pity email. <laughs> well, that's what I so thought. Sad for here's not your, emails. It's like here's your, yeah, here's your goddamn email. Now shut up about it. <laughs> that was the impression I got. Well, it's appreciated nonetheless. It's almost like he doesn't want to hear me say it every week. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. gonna, he's just gonna do it. <laughs> well, so we're still gonna say it every week. We're still gonna say it every week, but I may not be as annoying. Yes, because yeah. not unless like I, I will be less annoying if I get one every week from a different person, <laughs> with um, equally snarky or or, or smarmy. Uh, uh, all right, three episodes left, and um, one last thing to mention. So, yes, there are three more episodes of Discovery left, and that means that we have at least three episodes left of this podcast until the next season begins, which is probably going to be next fall. This mm-hmm. fall, I assume. In the meantime, um, we will try to do stuff, um, and I think that that's, uh, if anybody would like to suggest what we should do, whether that's, you know, we talked about, you know, reviewing episodes that are like uh, from previous shows that are related to this one. Yes. That are, you know, connected. Yep. That's what we talked about. Um, creating, you know, doing commentaries for the movies. Yes. I think would be, be worth fun. doing. Um, maybe even maybe even commentaries on those specific episodes that yeah. are related. Um, so, but if you guys have any ideas, yeah, are there any episodes that you would like to see? If you if you like that idea, yeah, um, yeah. So, if you have any ideas, email us. Yes, and uh, till next time. See you all next week. Uh-huh.